The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share with you a story that a rabbi friend of mine recently related to me. There was a rabbi who was purchasing, uh, in Eretz Israel. he was purchasing an apartment. Okay. Anyway, time's getting closer and closer for him to uh, close on his house. And he gets a phone call. Maybe two days before he's supposed to close. Gets a phone call. And it's a man. And the man calls him and says, Rabbi, you don't understand. He says, my mother is... Uh, uh, is, is very, is what's it called? Is very distraught. What's the issue? The mother is very distraught. She, her husband passed away. She's being, unfortunately, she's being, uh, her lease is over. They're asking her to leave. She doesn't want to leave. She's, uh, she, you know, she just, uh, she just had all these difficult things happening with, with her family. What's the, you know, I can't, I can't leave now, but they have someone else, so they want to sell it, whatever the case is. So they're telling her, you know, lease is up. It's time to go. And, and this, this man is saying to the rabbi, it's very difficult, I can't believe it, how could such a thing happen, how could they do such a thing, don't they realize, how they, you know, let, give us some extension, give us some time. And anyway, the rabbi listens to the phone call, he says, you're 100% right, he tries to calm them down, he tries to relax them, you know, maybe I can get involved, this, that, and the other. Anyway, this is the end of the rabbi's phone call. Later that day, the rabbi's phone rings again picks up the phone and who is it? It's the landlord of the house that he's closing on. And the landlord says, Michila, I'm so sorry, I know we're supposed to close tomorrow. But unfortunately, the person that's in the house, she's not well, she's an elderly woman, she's very, very sick. So even though you have the right to close on the time and you could throw her out, please, we're asking for clemency for an extension. Now, in the rabbi's head, that he'd already established that a person who could do this to someone is a villain, that they would not let them wait a little bit more time. That person is the Rasha Merusha. He's the worst type of person. What happens now? Who's the Rasha in the story? Him. So Borei Olam gave him the story, gave him the illustration, in order to make him see, to make him feel... Otherwise, what would have happened? The rabbi would have heard the case, would have went to the shelf, looked up in uh, Yabia Omer, you know, turned 16 pages in, you know, Hilchot, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shechenim. So what's the halakha? Oh, I'm so sorry. The halakha here says, Siman, uh, you know, you're Amam, it's Amunvim, the halakha. But because he was a Rasha Mirusha, by his own, by his own definition. So what did it give him? It gave him the ability to see himself in that way. That's the power of a story. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.